Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and as always, I'm here with Danielle from Brands by Bravo. Yay! <laughs> and we are rewatching Roni, and we are on season three of these New York Housewives. No, we're on season two. Oh, sorry, episode three, season two. No, episode five. Oh my god, <laughs> guys, I'm all over the place. Who is having this day? I think to that, clarify, like, is there some, it is, it's, it's season, season two, two, episode five. Is there such a thing five. as late in life dyslexia? Like, I feel like it's happening to me. I think it's because, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's a, you know what, it's the case of the Mondays, that's what's happening. <laughs> but we're this is coming out on, on a Wednesday. Monday. But we're going <laughs> to pretend it's Wednesday. What? But it's Wednesday. Happy hemp day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this episode because season five, um, no. season five, episode, episode five. five. You're not allowed to edit any of this out. <laughs> All right, fine. Episode five uh, is a wild ride, um, but I I want to start at the beginning because I realized we never really talked about the um, opening credits with the background characters that everyone has. Like, I feel like this oh, is a trope yeah. that, like, housewives, do they still do this where there's, no. like, the random people behind them? My I just... favorite one ever is Atlanta, which is Candy's daughter dancing. Always <laughs> been my favorite one. When, when her young daughter was, she did this, like, back kind of hop dance thing. I really like that. But, yeah, I, I don't, as we're watching, we'll have to pay attention and see when they eventually got rid of that. But I have um, some notes on it. So first one is Alex, and Simon is just, the children are just dangling off of him. They're just, like, he's, like, holding each one by a hand, and each one is, like, trying to get away from him in, like, this, like, stretched out way. And it's mm-hmm. it's a very funny uh, thing. That's why, I, I like, as soon as I saw that, I was just like, oh, I have to talk about this. 
And no, then, I have not paid attention to this at all. So take me through that. So then Lou Or was that the other one wrote, you wrote down? <laughs> oh, I wrote all of them. Okay, okay. Because then Luann's husband is hugging his children, and it literally looks like sitcom key art, which I don't know if people know what key art is, but that's the photo that they take for the show, and they use it over and over in all the different advertisements. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, so posed that it, it's just like, did, it, did he just meet them today? <laughs> like, is what it feels like. Possibly. And then we have Cookie. And Cookie, for Bethany, is just, she's such a good dog. She's sitting there, and then she, like, turns to the camera. <laughs> it's so um, funny. You know, it's... my dog's name was Cookie also, and I always love that Bethany and I have oh, that in common. That's amazing. Yeah, my child's a dog, a little Chelsea, named Cookie. Um, but, yeah, I wrote, Cookie's a goddamn queen with that <laughs> stare to the camera. And yeah, then, this is like sorry to jump ahead. Do no. you remember when Cookie passed? Oh my god, it was it's, on Instagram. That was so traumatic. That I'll never forget it because I was either. actually trying to argue for us to feature her on like the biography page because of what she was doing for Be Strong at the time, and oh. I was like, oh, she's like really like she's really defied the stereotype type and the tropes of reality television she's been amazing and then like that day my boss called me into the office and she's like she's filming her dog dying we can't yeah it was not this. it was not a good moment but, oh. um, you know it was traumatic and she didn't know what to do keep going sorry i haven't thought about that in a really long time oh i think about it it haunts my dreams um <laughs> bobby and jill have like a nice side hug which feels very appropriate for a stepfather and stepdaughter. And uh-huh. it like it was very sweet. And then Avery and Mario do like a dance move where like he's holding her hand and then he like pulls her in. And oh yes, I do remember that. Yeah, she kinda like tw- twirls in. And it's just like it's cute. It's very cute. And then uh Kelly's daughters are just standing there looking cute. That that that's the whole rundown, but like yeah. Could you imagine if they did that on like Beverly Hills? Like with I don't like the think people... they ever did it on Beverly Hills. I don't think I so like either. It would have been the... so funny. I feel like in the second interim of Housewives, like Beverly Hills in Jersey. Do they do it in Jersey? I can't remember I now. So. I don't know. But anyway, let's get into the episode. Thank you for taking note of that because we'll have to pay attention. I... Um, but it kicks right off with yeah. Bethany, who's actually staying with Ramona. I know. I wrote the same thing. I was like, she's mm-hmm. actually staying there with her. So that shows me real friendship between, you know, bond, bonds are forming. As yes. I like to remind you, these were perfect strangers brought mm-hmm. together. But it, they, they bonded like um, a lot of women do through the hatred of another woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. And this is the morning after um, the party for Bethany. Mm-hmm. And... Ramona and they're basically bonding about how annoying Luann is over yeah. her manners thing that Ramona doesn't like when she pulls her from improper thing. Um, Ramona also says that she did nothing wrong at the Hope Lodge. If you remember the argument at the Hope Lodge, no, can you take um, me through that? What was the argument at the Hope Lodge? Was that the... it is where Ramona says that Alex, your Luann's husband, is twice her age. Oh, and then how Luana's could I forget like, that? How dare you say that in front of my my daughter? And then Ramona also says Alex looks old, which Ramona then quips and says Mario doesn't look as young as you think he does. Yes, and yeah, 
It was, okay. it was nasty on both sides. Oh, I think for my sure. Mom's initial saying of, didn't you marry someone twice your age? I don't think she meant that ill intended, but everything else that followed it after, she definitely did. Like, I think Absolutely. she literally thought Alex, I think she thought Lou got married at like 22 and that Alex was at 42. Yeah, and I think that's kind of an assumption that a lot of people had, so I don't think yeah. it was that insane. But so I don't think she started ill intent, but then it went downhill, and then she did go for days. I think it was really funny. They're having this conversation, and they're wearing bikini tops and, like, little short, short skirts, and, like, they're walking their tiny dogs down the street, and they are walking in the middle of the street. They're taking up the entire... They are both, like, size zero women with, like, 10-pound dogs taking up the entire street. Because at one point, a car tries to get down the street and is, like, almost driving on the grass to get down (laughs) the street. And I'm like, ladies, move to the side. (laughs) We should note they are still in the Hamptons. Yes. Not the New York City streets, which we will eventually get to that part. But, um, no, they're still still in the Hamptons. Um, So, yeah, interesting that they're bonding over Lou's bullshit, basically, is what it is. Which I agree with. So, they're not wrong. No, they're not. But then we go to Lou, and uh, Lou finds out that all of her children's animals are dead. Yup, yup. It is so um, awkward. Victoria has all these horse ribbons in her room, and I myself, you know, as I've discussed before, former horse girl, very triggered by those ribbons. Um, see, see them that they look the same as the ones that I used to have. It just made me laugh. Like, I feel like noticing those hanging in, like, you would have them like decorated as like a border around mm-hmm. your bedroom. That's what my sister used to have. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you have a lot of ri- ribbons as well? Mm, I didn't compete as much. Mm-hmm. Um, the my sister was a Virgo, so the prim and properness of horseback riding really spoke to her. her. And uh, I'm a Taurus and I'm a bull and I did not want to be told what to do with her. So she would never speak to me as much. I just wanted to ride the horse and uh, gallop and jump. <laughs> <laughs> I did compete though, but it was not enjoyable. It was so hot. I, I did love it, but I, I, I did have some ribbons when I did do it. But yes, the hamster died, the fish died, and Luann knows nothing. Yeah, she's just like completely um, just checked out and then she asks victoria if she's sad but then doesn't give her a chance to like oh well victoria says yes i am and lou is like rejoicing because she's like well the the hamster died right on time though because you're about to leave and now i don't have to take care of it and i was like that was so mean like like, i i mean i understand a hundred percent where lou is coming from but i'm also like you don't just ask your daughter if she's hurting and then ignore the fact that she says she is. <laughs> I know. I know. I also, while we were at Luann's house, you know, like best friends we are at Luann's house, I looked up her home because I, that was stunning and I needed to know. Mm-hmm. So she got the Hamptons house in the divorce. Yes. And she sold it in 2014 for about $8 million. And it was actually, such, it was so like controversial, right? Because then she, she took the money and she didn't save it for the kids. Yes. And then there was more that came with that when she then bought the house. The round house upstate. The round house upstate. But now she currently has that house in Sag Harbor. Which is, I love her house that she has. Much more modest. But yes, I just, I'd wanted to look it up. And that was what I found online about it. 
that house was is probably 10 times more expensive now. Yeah, I don't remember feeling like the inside was super updated. It was really just like the property True. itself that was gorgeous. But the property and where it is, I feel like, I don't know. I'm still a sucker for that balcony. I will. No, because I'm, I, you know, I don't know the proximity to town. I don't, like, I don't know That's exactly true. where it's located, how far is it to the beach. Like, it's not a beachfront property, but it is stunning. Absolutely. It kind of reminds me of one of the summer house TV show rental homes that they used. Yes. Like the brown house. Um, but then we Speaking go back of houses. to New York City <laughs> and we go to Simon and Alex um, to see their renovations. Oh my god! And it's a disaster. They went to St. Bart's and they came back, and I don't know why they thought it would be done, but it was not done. It was very much in the middle of just getting gutted, and there's crap everywhere, and um, it's just jarring. And there, I will say, I don't know if it's the cameras or who they are, but they seem very unfazed. Uh-huh. They're just like, oh, this is what a, what a bummer. Okay. Yeah. And like, if that was me, I would have flipped. If I thought that that was going to be done, or at least some semblance near finish and not like a shell of a home, I would have been insane. <laughs> yeah. No, the house looked like terrible. And um, also, we go over to Jill, who's also getting renovations done. And I will say this scene of Jill walking in and the house looking a mess and Brad being there, I don't ever feel like much feels acted, but that felt like a very act. Did you write the same thing? I literally wrote that same thing. I said, if this is true, it feels so fake. I wrote the scene feels very acted out. I think they had to recreate it. I don't know if they did. Like, I just can't imagine Brad doing these kind of things without Jill knowing. Yes. Also, and the things I are they like to sorry. Think of, they, they were I, all they were all mic'd up. Mm-hmm. And Jill walked in and the camera crew was already inside. Like the whole thing, it just felt these are the little things I pick up on and it felt very staged to me. So it's funny you felt the same way too. Yeah, and the things that like they did was they literally moved all of her furniture into storage. And yeah. like I just you can't get that past Jill Zarin. Like, no, I just, there's, there's no way. There's, there's no, way. no way in hell. And it's like, it's almost like a, 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 like a mistake in the character Bible to even have a scene like this because it's just, it's so unbelievable that something like this would occur. Yeah. And whether it was fake because Jill planned it to be fake, whatever it was, it did not feel real, which is fine. That happens sometimes. But it's you also know, we have like, to recreate it, but you and I are detectives. It's also, you know, first season we all we saw Jill trying to make that tennis match happen and make that like a big thing for the season. And I think she is somebody who tries to produce the show very hard because I think she likes to control things. And Agreed. that's why it's also extremely unbelievable that she would ever let somebody do all of that to her home without her knowing. Like, she would yeah. have to have gotten out of the house very early and not been there at all. And for them to do that, that was like eight hours of work because not only did they move all the stuff, but they taped everything where everything uh-huh. was going. Like, that that ta- that's a s- fucking day's worth of work. I'm sorry, yeah. Jill. I don't buy it. I agree. I agree. I will say she's in an amazing white power suit. Mm. in this scene and it really reminds me of like first wives club 
like white power suit and I just loved it. Oh, the Diane Keaton. Oh yeah, that power suit. Is it Diane Keaton or Bette Midler that wears it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think Bette Midler uses a skirt and I think Diane Keaton's just pants. All three of them are in a white it's outfit. A, yes, that's right. Oh, and they're saying you don't own me. Oh, oh so good. I love it. That movie's great. <laughs> I need to watch that movie again. Um, I recently watched it like a few months ago, and it was just as good. I absolutely loved it. That's that's always good to know. Yeah, it still 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 lives up to it. Um, and then we go to Sting and Russell Simmons Luca launch party. You know the band Luca, which we all know and love. I forgot to look up um, the band and see like are they? I, I think it's because I couldn't figure out how to spell it. Was it Luca or Loca? I wrote L-U-C-A, but that doesn't mean that it was not L-O-C-A. Either way, not a band we've ever heard of. Um, All right, gang, we are back. We just realized that Danielle's mic wasn't working, so we're sorry for the bad volume on the first half uh, or the first 15, 16 minutes of this podcast. Uh, We really didn't mean that. (laughs) Hopefully you can hear us now and hear me better now, as I didn't know as I messed up my settings. Um, but we were discussing the party for Russell Simmons and Sting that they were throwing for some band that we can't tell if it's Luca or Luco. But in looking up Russell Simmons, I'm on his Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. You know how like it shows you like the different categories. Who knew? Number six is Harriet Tubman's sex tape controversy. Wow. It's not a thing I knew about with him. Is Does it say that he... Spent a lot of time on season two of Real Housewives of New York. He did spend a lot of time, like, and I it was still really don't know weird. what this band is. So if anyone has any clue about this band, please let us know, because I have no idea what this band is. I don't think they became anything. But Russell What if they're Simmons- listening? You guys did great. I'm glad yeah. that you guys tried. Um, I thought it was funny also that this party was at Bruno's on the Upper East Side, because that just does not feel like a cool pick. Like, <laughs> parties don't happen on the Upper East Side. Like, I just... Well, I was surprised by the location choice of where they met. Yeah, especially those kind of parties, like a music listening party. You would think that would be in like the village or mm-hmm. like the west side. Um, like Upper East Side is where most of these ladies live. It's like moms and yeah, it's, it's that, not like, a, like there's some restaurants up there. It's fine, but like I would only go up there to meet my friends who lived up there. Like it's not a destination. True, especially back then. Yeah. Um, so Luann, Kelly, Ramona, Simon, Alex are all there and, and Jill. So I did think it was pretty cool. They all got invited to this kind of haven't had too much of that, especially with Kelly also. And at this, we discuss the fact that the Van Camps are getting a book. Yes. Do you want the full name of the book? Because it's ridiculous. Of course I do. Hit me with it. Little Kids, Big City, Tales from a Real House in New York City, parentheses, with lessons on life and love. For your own concrete jungle. That's the official title of the book that was published in 2010. Who published that? Who was like, yes, this is the title? I don't know, but that's a very long title. I also love that they say that the book is about parenting toddlers in New York City, um, which they're all like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Um, You're writing a parenting book? And then we cut back to the first season where their children are literally just screaming at dinner and like the best ad for birth control I've ever seen. 
I did really enjoy that it went back to them screaming at dinner because they haven't really done right. They did, they showed it in a flashback. Yep, they showed. Yeah, a they haven't really done much flashbacks. And I realized the other day, I am, I'm so sick because I watch so much TV. Mm-hmm. I now know when a commercial is going to happen. Like I'm the second I'm like, yep, oh, yeah. it's commercial time, and I know when to fast forward. And I also say in my head, especially with like Beverly Hills and these long running shows, I'm like, cue flashback. <laughs> flashback. <laughs> I'm not always. I'm not always right. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. When I think good. Um. But yeah, I've gotten gotten to do that. Um. And then Ramona says to Kelly that she's courageous for going alone to a party, which is just. Oh, you know that made my blood boil. That yeah. like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you were able to leave the house without a man. Like. Oh, you can fuck all the way off, Ramona. Yeah, that was not a good one. <laughs> and then someone asks, because I just wrote this down. Someone asks if Jill or Ramona are really good friends. Oh, does Kelly ask Kelly that asks, her? yeah. Kelly asks Ramona if her and Jill are really good friends. And Ramona just flat out says no. Yeah, because like... She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the charity thing with Jill. And she's like, oh, are you and Jill friends? She's like, no. And Kelly's reaction was priceless because she was just like, oh, damn. I did not expect that. (laughs) No, me either. I really, you know, appreciate. Ramona's anything. She's She's honest. honest. Yeah. And then your favorite topic comes up, tennis, again. Oh, my God. And, like, the whole thing, it's... Nobody cares, but Mario. Should we just vow to never talk about any tennis on the show? I mean, it's it's impossible (laughs) not to, though, because they try so hard to make it happen. They mentioned Roger Federer and a bunch of old tennis um, pros that might come and play with Jill, which is not what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's basically the party that was like all. Not much happens at the party. Very kind of. If this was current Housewives, they might have even cut the party scene, I could see. Oh, for sure. You know, not much happens there. I think the only reason they kept it was because of the book and because of the diss on uh, Ramona saying she's not friends with Jill. Agree. Yeah, true. True. Those were two uh, fun things to learn. So then um, Luann goes to Kelly's house. And we learn that Kelly has two sweet dogs. Yes, she does. But who else is there? Now, did you know who this was or no? He looked so familiar. Who he is that guy? He was on season two of Top Chef. I knew it. He came in third place. His name is Sam Talbot. He is yes. so hot. I have watched many, many seasons of Top Chef. So I let out a little squeal when he popped up yeah. because I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, he's an executive chef, not a cook. He's a chef. Everyone. No, he definitely, he is certainly a chef. And he went on to go on other seasons of Top Chef. I think he went on Top Chef All-Stars, like, He's he's been the Bravo fam a while, and I love him, and he's so attractive. <laughs> Luann continues her streak of being horrible to children um, because Teddy, uh, Kelly's daughter, is sitting there playing with the dog, and like, like Luann's like, "Oh, hey, like, nice to meet you," and like. The, the, the kid is just like, oh, here's my dog. And she's like, I didn't want to meet your dog. I wanted to meet you. And I was I like, know. damn, also, she, Lou. <laughs> she introduces herself as, I'm Mrs. De La Seps, which I don't know. I I can't imagine introducing myself to like a five-year-old by such a formal name. But um, my family's very casual. My parents yeah. always went by even Larry. So I cannot imagine anyone calling them Mr. and Mrs. Like, it's just weird to think of. I had to do the Mr. and Mrs. bit when I was a kid. 
No, I didn't call anyone, any anyone, none of my parents' friends, Mr. and Mrs. They all went by first names. So I get it. I get it though. That's like a it wasn't super weird. It was just something I picked up on. And then is daughter is Kelly's daughter's name C? Yes. Like S-E-A-C, like the C. Yes, but I think it's short for something else. Okay. I wasn't sure because I heard her call her C. I also she did a really weird thing where it's like 70 degrees and she made them put on sweaters. So they matching, were matching pink sweaters. It was really bizarre. And like that was the one thing where like the one parenting thing where I was kind of like Lou was right to be like, they shouldn't have to wear sweaters. It's very warm in here. We're also, also cooking. Kelly was like so far up her kid's ass in this scene. It was quite weird. She was critiquing how they were eating and yeah. she was just, it was a lot. It was very uncomfortable. Um, I also don't know if you picked this up that Kelly lives downtown and Lou was like, where am I? I was that like, was the best. Cause I'm just like, even in 2008, Soho was pretty cool. Like Soho's been cool for a very long time. And I'm just like, how do you not so, you just get in a taxi? How do you not know where you are? I would say in the late 90s, it was basically just art galleries. And then in the early aughts is when it started to become like a ton of like really kit, like boutique-y fashion designer, like just a cool place with a bunch of like hot restaurants as well. Mm-hmm. I think the restaurants, a lot of them were there beforehand, but it wasn't like as much of a shopping destination as it is gotcha. now. But like, it's still Soho. Like, you come on, Luann. You've been below 14th Street. Yeah. Don't give me it that. Just, remember season one when she goes to the show with her with her niece and they go to the, the concert? So. There's garbage on the street. Come on. Yeah. Man, shut it your just face. made me laugh that she was like, where am I? Um, then we get get an Avery spotting. Now, Steve Dan, Steve and Dan is the name of the store Avery and Ramona go to. Why is that familiar? Is that the shoe store they go to? Yes. That's not the same guy who... Jersey years later and they go to the store where Marge gets her hair, hair pulled, right? Pulled? What was what was the name of that store? I don't know, but that would be amazing. I don't know why I thought it was if the same that's person. The same thing. But the 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 shop is a, like an Italian sh- like individual shoemaker. Like not individual, but basically it's like you can make like shoes custom shoes that's the word i was looking for guys i don't know what's wrong with my brain (laughs) i've been traveling i've been to jail um but yeah the avery and ramona are shopping and there's gladiator sandals in there which like made me gasp because i'm really glad that that trend has died oh Um, my god it was the same store (gasps) oh It was Steve and Dan. I knew that name was familiar. Wow. That is like some... I just dropped my notebook. That is how (laughs) impressed I was. Like, that is amazing Bravo historian level, like... So he has three locations. He's two on Long Island and one in the city. I just knew the name Steve and Dan. I was like... I literally read my notes. I was like, why do I know this? I wrote, why is this familiar? I knew it, but he wasn't in, it was just his store. He wasn't in the episode in the way that he was in the jersey. So this man has made two appearances, or his store, whatever. Wow, I'm really proud of myself. I can't even, I'm not proud, embarrassed. Oh, no, you should be very proud. That's super impressive. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. I don't know why I didn't look it up in the moment, but I knew 
it was super familiar and it wasn't I'm really proud of myself nothing and, much happens there Ramona's well, just like Ramona and uh Avery are side by side and she's trying to say that they're twins and Avery just wants to murder her mother in that moment yeah uh, but it's cute. It's yeah. cute. She talks about like seeing her growing up and realizing that she's like, you know, not a little kid anymore. And I'm sure yeah, many parents watching like, that episode can relate to that. They're like the same size and heels or something like that. And it's just, it's one of those moments and it was sweet, but like, we all know I don't like Avery. <laughs> then we go to Bethany and Lou at lunch. Um, and L- <laughs> Bethany is once again taught how to talk to a man uh, and it is very awkward. Like, uh, Lou's like, you want to lean in close, talk soft, don't tell everything about you, learn everything about him, draw him closer to you so he can look at your lips. Men don't like aggressive women. Men are afraid that women are too equal. That sent me off into the deep end i could have all of the weird and by the way everything sue just said right there is 100 percent what she said and i took a video of it it's gonna be on my instagram and tiktok so i'm gonna post that but like you everything you just said is exactly what she said like i could not believe yeah. this horrible horrible advice and it's pretty she, and giving bethany it's pretty impressive that bethany is like and it's obvious she is doing the polite smile and nod like uh-huh uh-huh but, like, when she gets to that equal thing, man, Bethany is just, like, it, she's fighting everything not to be, like, are you fucking kidding me? I can't believe she didn't say anything in the moment to that. But I think it was just, like, not worth, like, you know, sometimes things are just not worth the fight and you're just going to let someone speak because you're just, like, don't even care enough to fight. That's how I felt she was. Well, I mean, it, it's also, like, Lou was, you could kind of see where Lou was driving with this whole lecture and... I feel like Bethany was either totally tuned out because she knew that this was going to be ridiculous or like you said, like, it's just like, it's not worth it because this woman obviously thinks that she's right about this shit and you're not going to change it. And I also feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, as a single person, I feel like people are constantly giving you advice all the time on how to date. And I imagine it was like that. And she's just like, yeah, uh uh-huh, sure. Oh, I should go on Tinder? Never thought of that. You know, like that sort of like... (laughs) ridiculous like i give no one advice ever about dating because I, I don't know anything about dating um but i imagine it's like that when people are constantly like telling you oh yeah this thing you're just like mm-hmm, great so great like you're married you know nothing what it's like out there my favorite is like when you least expect it it's gonna happen and i'm like well i haven't been expecting it and it still hasn't happened so you're wrong it's the most you'd ever, <laughs> never give that advice to anyone like don't try like yeah. No, you kind of have to try a little. <laughs> but also, could you imagine what a freak Bethany would look like if she took all this dating advice? Just sitting there whispering and being like, tell me more about you. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, that was horrible, just, horrible Just so advice. scary. Um, but so, then we get to see Bethany on a date. Yes. With can sh- I tell you, this, chef is Todd. Dream, this is my dream date that she goes on. Really? I feel like I would be infuriated by this date. Oh, my God, no. First <laughs> off, to get to go to a fancy, like, like I love cooking, and I love chefs, obviously, was, I was talking about Sam and how hot I think he is, so, like, mm-hmm. A, cooking for me, amazing. Now you're taking me to your fancy kitchen. You're going to teach me how to cook, which I think is very cool, and especially because she's a chef, and then we're going to eat and be served in, like, a private lounge. 
A plus See, date to me. I don't want you to teach me that, especially if it's my like genre of work. Like if some guy was like, I'm going to teach you how to do social media on our date, I would punch him in the face and walk away. But like he was doing <laughs> fine dining stuff, which is like not her yeah. genre. I don't know. She seemed into she, it. She was so into I'm it. Not, she was I'm like, I love wrong. a man with a plan, which I don't disagree with. I do mm-hmm. love it when a man actually plans a date. Because it is infuriating to always have to do it, especially now that I'm in Philly and I don't know anywhere. They're like, where do you want to go? And I'm like, I know two restaurants. <laughs> like, you can go to the one that I go to for brunch or you could go to the one too that I go to for nice cocktails. <laughs> like, I don't know anything else. Um, so... Well, I like the date, but there's not much chemistry. You can oh. tell it's a friendship chemistry, yeah. and that's about it. SDK also, is also a really nice restaurant, and it is still around. I don't know what happened to Todd, but I thought he was super cute. Todd also lost points when he said that he doesn't swear, but he likes a woman who swears. I always find that weird when men, like, comment on whether or not you swear. It's language. Why, why can't I use certain words? Don't Don't oh. police my words. I've never had that happen before. Oh, it's really annoying when men are like, oh, you curse. Ugh, like, that like sounds it's like, like, just smile more. That's what I put that in that category. Yeah, it's just creepy. It's like, I'm just using whatever language I would like to, and um, <laughs> you can fuck all the way off. <laughs> ah, and the New York girl has come out. <laughs> so then I think it's our last or second to last scene is we go to a health expo called Here Comes the Sun. Um, I don't know anything about this expo, but it'd be something I would attend. And Bethany is giving her baked healthy goods. With her assistant. Uh, And I think that's the assistant from Bethany Ever After. I think that's the same. Like, I think that's her OG assistant. That girl was with her for a long time. I forget her name. She's so sweet and has the patience of an angel. But she looks super young, but her voice sounds exactly the same. So I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure it was her. And then I think it's sweet. Alex comes, although she probably contractually has to come. But either way, Alex comes to the event and they're in their red skinny girl shirts, too. I just love this early branding. Same. Um, I was like, I love this origin story. It makes me so happy. It's rare you get to see something like that. And to see, you know, as much as she had privilege in her life she really created something yes. from that. Like, I always think of it, uh, people always think, you know, oh, the Kardashians, like, got famous and rich because of a sex tape. I'm like, do you know how, think of how many reality show people there are and how they're the only ones that got to their level. Yeah. Like, that doesn't, while there is privilege, I will defend them and their marketing genius forever because <laughs> you don't, the same with Bethany, you don't create a multi-million dollar company just from, an opportunity given to you if you suck it's not gonna happen yeah so i always i like watching her from the beginning i also thought it was really funny that they're talking while this yoga class goes on behind them if i was doing that yoga class i would have murdered them because it's just so annoying i keep saying i'm gonna kill people guys i just want to say i'm the (laughs) least like i'm not violent Sue's super nice. Don't worry I'm, about I'm it. I'm holding a tiny dog right now. I'm fine. I also <laughs> love that I forgot that this happened, even though we're just talking about that Bethany says that she never asked for relationship advice, but everybody gives it to her, which I think is yeah. really funny that we were just talking about that. That's probably why she was annoyed. Um, and then we get to hear a bit more about how Alex and Simon met. met. 
It's so great. They were both looking for a one night stand. And also I find very interesting they met online because that was very much more before people were kind of doing that. Yeah. And uh, I I think it's really great. And they ended up not sleeping together because they really liked each other. And I thought I that was also cute. I My note says Alex and Simon have a pure love. They are cringe, but they are in love. 100%. And it's true. Yeah. Absolutely. They are, they are a sweet, sweet couple, as annoying and cringy as they are. Um, but yeah, she was just looking for some, uh, some BDE. And uh, <laughs> she ended up with a husband, as many of us do. That's my <laughs> husband and I's origin story. <laughs> I just wanted to make out with him in a bar. And here we are, 11 years later. <laughs> <laughs> she also said that her, um, when they got married, she said, please take good care of my heart. Because you have it now. And I thought that was really Stop. fucking sweet. I, Are they like the cutest couple in Housewives history? Like, they might be. They're up there. It's very close. I mean, I just feel like it's just super pure, creepy love. <laughs> Who do you think they are, has, like, like the most love of any Housewives couple? That's going to be hard. I'm going to have to go through a lot of people. Okay, I'm, like, going through the Rolodex. Like, I feel head. like everyone's going to say Kyle and Mauricio, but I don't buy their love. I feel like it's LA love. It's like a I actually am obsessed with Crystal and Rob. Crystal. I think they're so they cute. are. I feel like they have dork love. Yes, yes. And that's a really sweet bond. I also think oh, you know a random one I just thought of Tamara and Eddie. Oh they yeah. They are in love. They they like, have like a passionate love too. And still, and I think they are like a very sweet she doesn't like ever say anything bad about him. No, that's true. She really, he really does seem to be like the perfect guy for her. Yeah, I, and I really like Eddie. He doesn't get enough credit as like a housewife husband. That's true. I mean, I think he sometimes gets involved when he shouldn't, but I like, I like him. He seems nice. Yeah, and ugh, I hate to say it, but like Lisa and Harry Hamlin, oh, but like I do believe in their love. Listen, See, they've been married a long time. Ha- you know who really? I thought you were going to say Lisa and Ken. Because yes. Lisa Vanderpump and Ken Todd are obsessed with each other. I think yes. they really... And I think she lies. I think they have sex all the time. Oh, and also I was just another Beverly Hills. Eileen and her husband, whose name oh, I can't yeah. remember right now. Um, they were so cute. His father was freaking super famous, too. Yeah, I, I can't remember his name. But they had a good relationship. No one from New York, no. All of New York relationships are trash. No, literally. No, for sure. I mean, we've said fire. before that Mario and Ramona did have, like, a fire about them. But they but got I, divorced. Like, but I, I think who, Mario's who a dog. A, I think Mario's a dog. Is there any, besides Alex and Simon, I'm going to have to, I guess, like, Jill and Bobby have a really sweet relationship. Yeah. R.I.P. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to think yeah. of, like, all of the New York housewives, but literally, like, all of them got divorced or their husband died, <laughs> which is really fucked up. Yeah. Like Dorinda, I'm sure her and Richard had a great love. It seems I would have loved to see Dorinda with Richard. I like think about that more than a pro- probably a sh- person should who's never really met. Well, I've met Dorinda, but like I'm not friends with her. But I'm just always like, it would have been great. I to think see about them it too together. because I don't even know what she would have been like. Like, would she have been the same as she is? I don't think that Dorinda is the Dorinda we would have met. I think she was very different Dorinda then. I don't think she had the angry drunk. I think that a lot of her anger comes from not fully coping with that loss. I think that like if Dorinda went to a good therapist, 
a lot of problems would melt away for Dorinda. Mm-hmm. Like, melt away with work on with a therapist. But I think that we'd see a to- totally different person. Okay, so I'm quickly going through all of the New York housewives, and all of them have the most fucked up relationships. <laughs> Bethany, divorced. Luann, divorced. Except Alex and Simon, still going strong. Ramona, divorced. Jill, her husband died, unfortunately. So I don't know what... So dead. Kelly, divorced. <laughs> Sonia, divorced. I don't remember Shin, Cindy's relationship. Aviva. Cindy, I don't think, was with anybody. No, uh, no, she was. You're right. She was single with the twins. We'll, yep. we'll season whatever four. We'll get to that. Aviva, what was her? She was married to the one that everybody banged. No, she used to be married to Harry. Yeah. And then. Uh, no, then they actually, got divorced. Then she married someone else. Yeah, I think they were sweet. He didn't seem to talk very much. No. So, okay, maybe there's two. Carol, husband, passed away. Heather and her husband, they were fine, right? Yeah, they seemed all right. Chris Dagman, there was cheating rumors. Dorinda, that's the third th- passed away husband. Jules divorced. Is Kristen Disney still single. with that horrible man? Yeah, they never got divorced, but he was horrible. He w- No, he was like straight up in the that Madam's book. I know. He was in Ashley Madison. And he the, treated like, her so horribly. I hated yeah, the way I he don't, spoke I don't to think her. they ever got divorced. Tinsley never got married. Leah, single ebony single so like really really messed up relationships in new york no wonder we're pulling from beverly hills yeah i mean i think it says a lot about the differences of those cities yeah too because like new york is it's just a different interpersonal relationship than la yeah yeah she is still married kristen takeman to to josh <sighs> kristen get out i know <laughs> oh i believe in jackie's love with evan in new jersey Jackie and Evan. Oh, and I believed yeah. in Nene and Greg. Nene and Greg forever. Also. Oh, R.I.P. Greg. A big fan of them. Um, all right, let's finish out the episode okay. from our we're, side. We're There's really close. not much. The last scene is just Jill going to see the trash house of Alex's Simons. And it's a hilarious scene of Jill oh. just walking around, absolutely flabbergasted by the state of the home. I love that she brings bagels and lox and cream cheese. Yes. Which is very yeah. nice of her. I also feel like this is um, Jill not understanding privilege because she's like, why don't you just not stay here? You should stay in a hotel while you're getting your house renovated. And I was like, Jill, can you look at that sentence structure? They're getting their house renovated. They're putting all their money into this home. They just came back from vacation. They can't go on another vacation. They can't like pack up their kids and spend hundreds of dollars a night on top of this renovation. Well, they also could have probably not gone to St. Bart's. <laughs> but they went during <laughs> the summer, even... which Jill pointed Discount. out last year. Like, the room that they're getting is hundreds of dollars less than you would get if you went at Christmas. Still, though, it was probably like a 10 grand trip, and they could have used that to, like, rent an apartment for, like, two months. Yeah. Either way, uh, but the best is then they Jill sees their bedroom, and she just thinks about them having sex in this elevated, lofted, tiny room. <laughs> and she goes like, I almost died and like freaks out and is laughing to herself. And honestly, I was thinking the same thing, but they're so in love. They'd make it work any way they could. She wants to sit down and the chair is dirty. And she's just like, just wipe off the clean off just the tush part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cute. <laughs> and also, well, I mean, it's they're just like on these lawn chairs in her house but Jill's trying to be nice she's like look I get it you're renovating you know like yeah but it it, it was very funny to watch Jill's reaction to all of it 
Um, and I think that's pretty much the episode. Yeah, that was that was it. It was another solid, solid episode. Um, not much drama, really, but that's fine. Yeah, I feel like early Roni wasn't full of drama. It was full of their lives, which I think is a really special treat. I agree. I agree. I miss, as we like, like to say, the old days. And it's also like New York is such a special way with drama, which I can't wait to get into, unlike other other shows. That's very true. Yeah. But we're not um, there yet. Can't, keep can't listening every Wednesday. Rate, review, subscribe, download, tell your friends. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. Well, you'll listen to us next Wednesday. We can't see each other, but thank you so much. <laughs> we for love being you. Here. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time for episode six. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.